Welcome to the PBJ Connection Podcast. This will not be televised. Knowing there are thousands of other podcasts to choose from, we're glad you're here listening to us. If there are any topics you'd like us to cover or you have a question or a comment, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a message at pbjconnection at gmail.com. Hi, listeners. This is PB&J Connections. This is PB&J and we're here to talk today about fads, trends, and faux pas. You know, there are so many popular things that are happening in popular culture and social media that it's it's a lot to try to digest. So let's first talk about what a fads. Fads are those short-lived, you know, popularity activities, products, or, or behavior. You know, they catch on quickly and then they go widespread. And then people start adopting these these products and or behaviors, and then all of a sudden, what happens is you. Because a good example, Jay, on this is like you remember Pet Rocks. <laughs> yes, and Chia Pets. And, chi- and Chia Pets, <laughs> right? But Chia Pets is still around. But well, they they were resurrected, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know if that was a fad or because of cyclical. It may not have been a fad, but more of a trend, right? Because of the fact that it's, you know, at least you're doing something environmental, you know, growing something. <laughs> yeah, but just... Do you remember hula hoops? The hula hoops are still out. They're just different. They've got weighted hula Weight hoops center. now. Yeah, they found out that they could actually take the hula hoop because it was it was a craze back in, in our day. Yeah. And and then now they figured out how to take the hula hoop and make it an exercise device. Yeah, right? an actual device. Yeah. 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 So same thing with uh, jump weighted. ropes. Yeah. Yeah. And same, right. Same thing with jump ropes. Another thing is Pokemon for, for the kids. Pokemon mm. was a big thing and people, and the kids were collecting all these Pokemon cards and they had I was like, this is ridiculous. Beanie so, Babies, right? Yes, Beanie Babies were a good one because you could go on, on a website and you could find a rare Beanie Baby and sell it for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. And it's funny because I spent like $25 each on a Beanie Baby for my daughter, right? And she had collected all these Beanie Babies. Well, ask me where those Beanie Babies are now. <laughs> I haven't a clue because I gave them to her and I don't even think she even has, maybe she has one or two, you know, and then there was, of course, the toys that came out of the, the McDonald's, the Hamburglar. Oh, I forgot about all those, um, in the, um, the, the special meal, the Happy Meals, the the Happy Meal toys. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about those. And Pez dispensers too. The kids weren't really interested in the meal, they were more interested in the the toys. toys. So that created a fad that of course McDonald's made thousands and thousands, well millions of dollars off of the Happy Meal toy. And so some of them would move, some of them had, you know, some of them would, you know, you had a car that the hamburger would pop out you know, it's like, okay, so kids would just go towards that. And then, you, of course, you have your trends. You know, we always see these trends in fashion. We have some trends now in, in technology, you know, with chat GPT and AI and open AI and, and creating, you know, texts and, and email messages and advertising and marketing. And it's like, it's you don't have to have the creative mind to do a marketing campaign. You can go to AI 
and you put in what exactly you want it to say. You ask the specific questions, and it will actually come back and tell you the answer. In quick, I mean, amazing time. Amazing time. Because the moment you finish typing is the moment it starts generating the response. So you can see that in technology. You can see it in, in, in even in consumer behavior, you know, how these trends go. You know, when you think about... Um, reusable or fashions, sustainable fashions, you know, where it's actually, you can, you know, have a, have a lifespan for a particular fashion. And I know Jay, you're going to talk about fashion. And then you have these faux pas and these are just basically their mistakes. <laughs> their yeah. mistakes. You, and you can kind of follow a trend or follow a fad or even invest in, in a trend or a fad and end up wasting a lot of money and it becomes a faux pas as well as you know going to an event like go to a formal event and you're wearing tennis shoes and jeans and that and that could be a faux pas so or it might be a to, trend <laughs> or it might be a trend you're right because i've seen that actually <laughs> so it was it was listeners let me tell you um, um jay and i were talking about uh, a friend of ours, and she knows that I told her I was going to bring this up on, on this podcast because um, there was a trend that happened back in 2019. This is at the time of COVID and at the time of Trump taking office. And so a lot of African Americans were actually leaving the United States and going to Africa. Uh, it was called the Africa Diaspora. And so their hopes and dreams were that they could get away from racial discrimination as well as some of the social economic things that black Americans in the US, you know, were, were had to deal with. And so they there was this, this drive, this surge, and of course Ghana, uh, they put out a lot of advertising as well as they were giving people a lot of incentives of coming there because they were going to help you uh, get your business set up. They were going to help you, you know, with housing because they were actually building these compound communities within the capital of Accra. And Ghana and so, is on the is on the coast of Africa, correct? Correct, and okay. it is the capital. So it's it's a capital city, and so it has all of the the lure and luxuries of areas like. Um, I'm not going to say New York, but maybe just thinking of some other major Metropolitan city. area. Yeah, metropolitan yeah. city. And so it has that in restaurants. It has Uber. It has delivery service. It has internet. It has cable. It has, you know, compounds that are, and they call them compounds because they're enclosed <laughs> by a fence. And plus they have security and they have concierge service. And it's, it's a lot of amenities. So... But a lot of, of people went over there thinking, this is our escape route. Not only that, but there was individuals who wanted to connect with their roots and, and their heritage. And so it was that also that was kind of driving them. What they didn't realize is because of the cultural norms, things that Americans are not accustomed to, um, traditions that, especially women, because women, in, um, in this area I'm talking, I, don't, I can only really 
research one area, which was Ghana, because, you know, everybody has different cultures. So this is not, it's, it's, what I'm saying is not really a generalization, but it's more of the way things are happening over there. And, and from her experience and what she's been experiencing, what she sees, is that it is very difficult to be integrated. If you're, a, especially a woman, if you're independent, coming from America, independent, economically, you know, stable, and you're kind of aggressive in what you do and make sure that people understand, that is not well received among the men. I'm gonna say men because of the fact that tradition and culture dictates that the man is the provider and the protector and the woman takes a more subservient household role, you know, and so, you know, that in and of itself, for her, what was a trend, you know, and she went in after it started in 2019. And so she hasn't been there quite a year yet, uh, but she's saying that there is just this, this resistance, this resistance to, uh, you know, uh, guy, guy, uh, men, men from Ghana, are intrigued with women from America, but at the same time- For about time, a minute, right? Yeah. <laughs> Temporarily yeah, you know, they're intrigued. And then yes. they're like, And, and then they're what? not. Right, and oh, you have opinions? Not. Oh, you, right. are, you exactly. are stronger than I am? Yeah, I'm right. not all over that, yeah. And I don't, and you don't really need me, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, and so the thing is that I kind of, uh, that gender role, that, that gender role is a big thing over there. But, you know, when we think about this in any country, but going back to what we were talking about, this trend ended up for her being a faux pas because of the fact that she was not expecting or anticipating that she would have the type of experiences that she's been experiencing because of the fact that you know, because of these cultural insensitivities, I'll put them that way, towards, you know, trying to understand that, you know, Americans come with a different attitude and... And expectations, too, expectations. probably, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And also their beliefs are, are guided on what they see in Western media. Sure. And so they expect... You know, I don't know what shows or movies they watch, and maybe that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> what they expect when they see women from America, and then it's just not—it's not just here. It is. It's not just black women. This is just one case that I'm telling you about. But it's any American woman. You know? I would, yeah, I would think that it would be any American woman. Yeah. Uh, well, and of so a certain of a certain age, anyway. Right, maybe exactly. maybe not so much if they were teenagers, but if they yeah, are, you know, older. If they're older and you can see that they're American, then they automatically equate Americans to money. Yeah. You know, or a way for them to get to the U.S. Because most of them want, would prefer not to stay where they are and move to the, the U.S. because media has shown them that the U.S. has streets of gold, you know. And so, and, and there's always opportunities to, to you know, to gain wealth, and if that was the case, everybody in America would be wealthy, right? But that's not the case. But this is that propaganda 
that of course has been going out for years and years and years and people talking amongst themselves those have been there and those have not and most of them come here to the u.s to get an education you know and so once they get that experience of having that that education and a lot of times they they want to stay and it's not possible for them to stay so the only way for them to actually come back into the u.s and become a citizen is for them to actually marry a U.S. citizen. So here it is. So that's a, that was a trend, and it ended up being a faux pas. So Jay, I'm going to open up to to the fashion thing we were talking about because that sustainable uh, fashion uh, ended up being of, and it, and it still is. You know, the recycling of clothing and the eco-friendly materials that they're using to uh, to help and and labor and uh, labor that has taken place, uh, you know, oh, changes in labor yeah. and laws and so forth. Oh, yeah, you just, you know, that's like its own podcast, I think, when we're talking about some of the states um, in the U.S. that have relaxed the laws on child labor so that uh, <laughs> younger people can uh, work longer hours and the age restrictions have have gone down to I think 14 years old anyway that's a whole different podcast so don't even get me started on that one Pam um but we're talking about fashion and we're we're talking about trends and and that kind of thing Uh, I was thinking to myself and, and Pam and I were talking about this offline before we began you know I get so frustrated uh, not that I'm a fashion plate by any means, and I never have been. Um, I I probably haven't changed m- the style of my wardrobe since I've been alive because I've never been comfortable, you know, wearing things that are trendy or or things that are flashing in the pan uh, for that moment. Nor have I had the money to do that because, um, you know, if you start going by with with the latest trend is for fashion you'd be throwing out your clothes every year and getting new clothes and i i'm not that rich to do that so but i i was looking (laughs) i was looking uh at some of the recent trends for 2023 and uh, i started seeing these advertisements for women who are supposed to be wearing oversized everything oversized jeans oversized shirts, oversized jackets. And every picture that I saw where someone was wearing this particular kind of oversized whatever, they must have weighed all of 90 pounds and, you know, were six feet tall. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm like, well, uh, I could see why that would not have any impact. But if you're a normal-sized woman... Uh, if you start wearing oversized items, you're going to look like, you know, the Michelin man. Uh, and, and no, thank you. I, I have no desire to look like that. Uh, and so then I started looking at some of the more, um, the ridiculousness of the trends. And there's evidently, and again, because I'm not a fashion plate, there's a, a evidently, you're supposed to have tassels on your clothing. <laughs> and so You know what? I saw this. I guess that's a trend. It's, We're going to call it a... I don't know if it's a trend or a fad. A fad. I think it's a fad. It's, it's a fad. Yeah, I think because it's a fad. I've seen these pictures on, on social media where these women are wearing the tassels that uh-huh. run down their legs. Yes. And I'm going, 
Yes. Oh my God. Yes, the it, tassels. It, it, to me, it's not attractive. Well, it's it's like that's just something else that's gonna get caught on the corner of a chair and get rid of. And something else we might have to take to the dry cleaners where women are already overcharged at the dry cleaners anyway. Yes. So let's yes. let's find some complicated clothing that I'm going to have to go and get specially treated and spend more money because yes. I can't throw it in the washer and then throw it in the dryer, right? Right, exactly. And so no thank you to tassels. And then I, I saw something on um, lace and lasered. I even saw a chain, you know what chain mail is? Chainmail is uh, back in the back in the day where uh, King Arthur's court, uh, the 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 guys out there were chainmailed as a protective um, protective clothing. Chainmail okay. would uh, okay. stop injury. Um, oh, okay. Like chain so they would wear these armor chainmail thing. Yeah, uh-huh. armor. Yes. Yeah. So now they've got this stuff out for women where it's lace and lasered and chainmail, And I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> Again, do you wear those to the, do you wear those to the <laughs> restaurant? Do you wear those? But the, the pictures that I saw though, the pictures uh-huh. were like, they were lace and lasered and chainmail, but these gals were not wearing anything underneath these, these items. Oh, they weren't, okay. And I'm just like, what? Oh, so you, you wear nothing. You, you wear nothing. Under you wear nothing. Under them. I'm oh just like, and then there's uh, the bubble hems, like uh, bubble skirts and bubble dresses, mm-hmm. uh, which are, you know, unless you are 90 pounds and are yes. very tall. Uh, right. No, thank you. Uh, ruffles <laughs> and underwear as outerwear. So, yes, let what? me put my bra on over my t shirt. <laughs> I think they but, got rid of that. So, I seen, no, I, I it's seen it back. a couple of years ago, no, but I thought it was it's like... It's back. It's back. Oh, my it's God. It's back. But I have to ask listeners. So, and this is off of the run... This is all from the, the runways in London, Milan, and Paris, and mm. New York, and this and that, And these right? are 2023. 2023, mind you. Oh, my so, gosh. I have yet to see anything about men having to wear... Out their so, underwear yeah. on the outside of their pants. <laughs> so I ask you, listeners, and I ask you, Pam, why why do women feel the need to have these ridiculousness pieces of clothing and and have to spend extra money on all this? And then, by the way, after the after the trend or the fad is over with, put it on Poshmark and see if somebody will buy right, it. So we'll buy it. <laughs> Someone will buy it because you can't wear it anymore because you're not trendy. Oh, my so, gosh. Um, it's the, crazy. It's, it's I mean, ridiculous. You know, and the thing is, I hate to say it, but, you know, women are more subject to having to spend a lot of money on these trends than men. Men yeah. tend to... If they wear a polo shirt and some and and, and a pair of khakis, yeah, right? it's a golf shirt and jeans or khakis. Yeah. And Absolutely. how long has that been around? I know forever, <laughs> forever. And, and has has that changed? Has that style? Not to my knowledge. Changed? Not to my no, knowledge. No, people still wear it, and and even if you wear a t-shirt and jeans, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they've it's got. Like, oh, but for men, so. 
and I, I just saw this commercial today. They're mm -hmm. now these companies, and you were talking about um, eco-friendly clothing. There, these companies out there now that are making specialized T-shirts for guys, so that they don't mm -hmm. look, so they don't have to wear one that's baggy, so they don't have to wear one that's, you know, doesn't fit tight across the blah 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 really? blah. Really. And I'm like, it's a it's a freaking T-shirt. I mean, you have to have a tailored T-shirt. Right. And how many men are willing to just go in the store and pick up a pack of three? Right? Um, I know. It's like Hanes, Fruit of the Loom, it's a, and it's a freaking Jockey. Yeah. And so, but on a serious note, I want to talk about um, medical tourism real quick. Um. Mm -hmm. So medical tourism, if, if people have, uh, and this is worldwide, I don't think it's just United States, I think it's worldwide, where people, you know, are, are low on cash, but they want to get something done, whether it's, you know, some kind of medical procedure that they don't have insurance for, or it's plastic surgery, you know, Brazilian butt lift, or breast implants, or nose job, or cheek implants, or chin implants, they're, they're looking for, uh, where can I do this for cheap? Because I want it done, and I want it done now, and I don't have $25,000. So I did a little um, research on that, and um, according to something, this article that was published in 2020 in the Aesthetic Surgery Journal, um, patients seeking cosmetic improvements abroad can be lured by lower-cost procedures, shorter waiting lists, and affordable airfare and hotel accommodations in sometimes spa-like resort facilities. But I have to say, I don't know um, if the listeners or you, Pam, have seen recent um, news items, but there have been these ladies who have gone to um, Mexico and yes. to some other countries, I think South America, right. to get these procedures done. And they, are e they either die on the table Yes. Um, or they come back to the States and they have to go to the ER because there is no aftercare. Once the procedure is done, you're done. You're, done. you're on your way out. You're not staying at a hospital there and getting, you know, aftercare for the no, next. you're going back to your hotel. You're going back to your hotel and then ultimately mm -hmm. getting back on the plane. And I've read some right. really awful horror stories about deaths and disfigurement and, uh, you know, undoing whatever you had done abroad um, for mm -hmm. the sake of saving some money. And so when we think about, uh, you know, all these trends and these fads that come along where, you know, whether it's uh, bigger breasts this season or broader shoulders or yes. higher cheekbones or, you know, Brazilian butt lifts and, mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff that's driven by the media and by Hollywood. Right. Um, you start thinking, well, geez, I, I'm not sure that's a really good idea. Um, yeah. I, I just, it doesn't sound safe and it doesn't, and as much as people hate the healthcare and, and all the insurance crap here in the United States, I got to tell you, I, I would never be lured uh, by, by money to go to another country and hope mm -hmm. for the best um, and come back. Um, Especially for, for, well, any type of surgery. Because, yeah. you know, one time, you know, people who, who had to have kidney implants or kidney you know, implants, or they had to have, you know, had problems with gallbladders, and they felt like, okay, I can go somewhere else, I can go to South America, or I can go to Mexico, or I can go, I mean, just like that, that group of people who fought to went with their friend, 
so that she could get cosmetic surgery. Yes. What ended up happening? They ended up getting kidnapped. Yes. Two of them. Two of them ended up dying. You know, by the cartel. And it's like you put yourself at harm's risk when you do something like that just to save a few bucks. And then you have to ask yourself: Is it worth it? It's cosmetic. Well, not it's, only, co it's not. It's not a life or death situation. Right. It's cosmetic. And yeah. and you, there's no guarantee that whoever is doing these procedures has gone to school or is a specialist right. or or anything. Absolutely. I mean, there's just no guarantee. I mean, at least here in the states, you you, you can go and you know look on a wall or you know do a search to find out if someone is licensed. Um, Hang up, you know, you can't hang up your shingles unless you are licensed. Exactly, exactly. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, when you're talking about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, though. I mean, you know, uh, but that was, and that is, I'm not going to say was, but then and now is still a, a trend. People think that they can save money on health care by going to another country and having this work done. And even though they think that it's just a simple procedure, a cosmetic procedure, still it requires surgery. And yeah. anytime somebody's cutting on you, you have to think twice. Would I put my hands in this? And would I put my life in the hands of somebody I don't know, or would I put my hands in the life of somebody who at least has been certified by the American Board of Physicians or you know cosmetics, uh, cosmetic surgeons? You know, and so you have to kind of ask your question to look 10 years or five years younger. Is it worth the cost? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's a, a pretty big gamble um, for the sake of, you know, getting that filled or getting that bigger or mm -hmm. getting that moved or getting that, whatever. <laughs> and as, as we get okay. older, I mean, there's there's plenty of things I'd like to get moved. I can tell you that right, right now. Absolutely. And taken away and enlarged or made smaller. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I, I'm not, I'm certainly not going to take that risk. I'll just kind of yeah. live with it. And, and even with, yeah, and even <laughs> with, you know, even with Botox, you know, that's an actual... Botox is a toxic chemical that's being shot into your body. Now, it may be shot into one area, but here it is. We all have a bloodstream. We all have, and that, that chemical would end up traveling no matter what. You've heard of people, and it, this is nothing new. You've heard of people having to have the implants taken out. Or those you know? people, so the, when, and you bring up a good point about the um, Botox, and those people who are like having these silicone parties where you've yeah. got these people with injecting actual silicone, silicone into people's bodies at a party right. and thinking, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Right. <laughs> like, wow. Well, while I'm drinking. Yeah, while, yeah, while I'm drinking or smoking or whatever else is going right. on there to, to, right, yeah, no exactly. anesthetic. It's like, here, bend over yeah. and. Right. Yeah, and and then you know the the deer in the headlight moment afterwards. Like, yeah, this thing is looks like my legs getting ready to explode. I don't know what happened, but I did go to a silicone party. Yeah. Like... And you know, it's funny. I heard something the other day. I was listening to, and it was a podcast. And this was a, a you know somebody who's reputable, and they were talking about their daughter was telling them about Kim Kardashian. Mm. You know, because she had so much. You know, work on her butt. Junk but in the now, trunk. Yeah. You know, now is the point that her butt has now become deformed because of the fact that all the work that she's had on 
her her behind, and I'm like, what's it worth it? Well, no, so yeah, probably all it. moved around and yeah, dislocated. Exactly. And... So I understand that she has to go back through surgery to have some of whatever they put in it. I don't know if it was silicone. I don't know exactly what it was that she had done to her butt, but it was obvious. You know, it was obvious <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I but, think so. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, um, he was saying that his daughter, and she said that he, she follows these trends and, and fads and Hollywood and fashion. And Influencers. So she's a young girl. And, yeah, yeah, she's mm-hmm. a young girl. Yeah. And so, anyway, yeah, she was telling him about um, this, you know, what was happening with Kim Kardashian. That's why we haven't seen her in months and months and months on any of the programs, any of the runways, because of the fact that she's got to go back through surgery to have, you know, to have something removed, whatever it is, to remove because her butt is now deformed. Yeah. Who, who knew? So, so shocking. So, yeah, right. so shocking. I, I, I can't believe it. <laughs> right, right. I haven't confirmed that information, but here it is. These young people follow a lot of stuff, and, and they are privy to stuff that, you know, I would not necessarily look at or even consider to look at. So, you know, I'm going to take it. And, and for him to even say it on his podcast has me believe that it is more truth than not. Yeah, you know, I you know, and multiply her by how many other people out there that have had similar procedures done that are going to regret it or are having to go fix it. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's a shame. Um, yeah, it's a shame. Sad. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the United States, too, uh, with mm-hmm. so much emphasis on what you look like, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, you know, I saw it in Brazil, too, when I was there. Really? And I think, yeah, I think I told you about this. We were walking down the boardwalk, and um, this woman, this man, you could tell he was older, but, you know, he was he was well-built, you know, but he had gray hair, and, and we were walking behind them, so we could always see the back of them. But the woman had this beautiful hourglass. I mean, she was just like perfect form woman, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, from the back. So anyway, we're walking. <laughs> from the so back. I, I'm, I'm thinking they're just strolling. We're walking. So yeah. I walk past them, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm walking past. As, as we're walking past them, I kind of look back to see what they look like from the front. Mm-hmm. And it scared me to death because <laughs> the woman looked like she was 80 I'm going to say 95 or oh <laughs> you know, in the face, but her body was perfect. Well, well. Her body was perfect. Well, that's with but clothes they on. what they call um, public, public medical care, you uh-huh. know, so it's. Oh, socialized medicine, really. Socialized, yeah, yeah socialized. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word, but yeah. socialized medical care, yeah. so. You know, for them to go and get, you know, whatever they want done, cosmetic surgery, it doesn't cost them like it would cost someone here. It's not a specialized field. It's just getting on the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, it it scared me to death. (laughs) The only thing I could do was quickly turn my head around. And I know I had this look on my face. (laughs) 
that just said something just frightened me to death. It did. It, it did. It did. As, as long as you didn't let out a scream, you were probably no, okay. No, I didn't. I couldn't. I, I was so afraid. I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth. I was like, oh, my gosh. So the only thing I was like whispering, like, did you see that? Did you see what I just saw? So, I'm sorry, but I just have to say this. So, both Al Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro are going to be fathers. I don't know well, if you saw uh, that in the recent, uh, in the news, and assuming that what I read is true, I, uh, those those guys are not spring chickens. Not at all. But they've got no. wives that I think, I, or I believe. Um, I, know, I know Al Pacino's wife is much younger. 29. Yeah. 29. Okay. Wow. And so I think to myself, so... I get that men are still viable as sperm donors, you know, even into their golden years. I get that because right. they keep generating sperm forever, right. unlike women who have a you know set amount of eggs. But I don't understand why anyone thinks it's a good idea, you mm-hmm. know, unless both Al Pacino and Robert De Niro think they're going to live in you know to 120. <laughs> That their children are going to be without a father, absolutely. You know, for a and, good and portion of their life. All they can do is, is spend time with him on the screen, right? And so, you know, how sad is that? That um, you know, anyone thinks it's a good idea because that the child or the children will uh-huh. not have a father for a good portion of their lives, right? Um, and not absolutely. know, and, absolutely. Uh, but you know, yeah, you know, talking I, I about. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't understand it, Jay. But you know, I can I, I don't understand it from the man's perspective. Mm-hmm. I do understand a little bit from the woman's perspective mm-hmm. because of the fact that to give someone an heir who is sure who is financially wealthy, sure. you know, who financially stable, you know, they will have you know access to those funds to take care of that child, you know. But from a man's perspective, even if it's a, a older woman, I'm gonna say this. Even if it's an older woman having a younger child, because yes. there are there are younger, you know, there are older women who have children. Yeah, the the age is is increasing for women waiting to have children, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because women are so driven by careers and you know, and, and trying to make their mark in the world that they'll delay having children even take, you know, participate in freezing eggs yeah. in order for them to later be able to become pregnant. But at that point, then you have to, I really think about it, you know, the child without a mother. Yeah, yeah, same thing, it just reversed, sure. Absolutely. Sure, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but everybody has a, a personal preference, and we're not here to change the mind of anybody, especially our our listeners, we we just here to impart some information on you to have you to think for yourself. You know, the thing is we talk about AI, we talk about fashion clothing, we talk about fads, trends, and and faux pas. And so you have to do, no matter what, you have to do what's right for your life, right for your, the love, the people that you love. And hopefully we can avoid as many faux pas on the journey of life. So on that note, this is PB and Jay and from PBJ Connections and we hope to have you back very, very soon.
Talk to everyone soon. Thank you.